but I want to take y'all deeper. I need y'all to take a moment and go a little bit deeper spiritually with me. Y'all ready for this? And if this gets too crazy for you, you are now listening to Disciples in Progress, where believers in Christ renew their lives. Join the Dip community weekly as you learn about new ways of implementing God's word for practical use in your everyday life. Without further ado, now introducing your host and fellowship friend, Tamika Gray. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the show, guys. I know it's been a minute, but we are back in action and I have been given I've been downloaded into within the last 24 hours of topics and things that God wants me to discuss with you guys. So let's just get started. Today, you are listening to episode number 12 of Disciples in Progress. Woo! I need to start getting me some little sound effects or something. Um, but today's episode title is called Where Is Your Light? So um, recently, I was just chilling. And randomly, something was like, Tamika, open up your Bible, open up your Bible, open up your Bible. And I was like, open up my Bible. I know, right? Me, open up my Bible. Yes, that's how y'all know I was going through, okay? Um, but I ended up opening it up to Luke 11, uh, verses 33 through 36. And this was titled, Receiving the Light. And I was like, Receiving the Light? What is Receiving the Light? But... I'm basically going to break down this verse to you guys. Um, it really spoke to me. The first time I read it, I had no clue what the crap was going on. I was like, what? I, what? Y'all, I was so confused. Um, but it literally took me about a month to really sit down and figure this out. And the time that he gave me the word, I wasn't mentally in the right headspace to really understand what he was trying to deliver me through but now that I was able to really sit back meditate on and get my heart posture right and my mindset together I was able to receive the words so sometimes when you can't open up the book and you feel like you're not understanding what's going on or you feel like you know that the words are not registering you're not understanding a word maybe sometimes you know mentally you're not together and your heart's not together because you're doing what you want to do when I'm out of alignment with the Holy Spirit y'all I the the Bible what the Bible who okay can't understand not a dang on thing don't even know what's going on it's like reading a foreign language so make sure that you guys you know if you feel like you're not um really attaching to the word or understanding the word check your heart posture Y'all, I see a cardinal bird. I feel like God be giving me signs of telling me, yes, I approve this message. And no, I approve this message. Um, cardinal birds in Louisville, Kentucky is like a rare bird. And when you see it, it's like, oh, good luck. You know, something like that. I do believe in signs. I do believe that God does send me signs and speak through people to me. Um, I believe he does download into me. So this is just confirmation that I'm on track. So thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Anyways. Let's get into the word. Um, so if everybody could turn to Luke 11 uh, verses 33 through 36, um, the subtitle of this uh, section is called Receiving the Light. Um, and I'll read it straight through and then we'll get to breaking it down. So starting oh you guys know i read in new living translation nlt um so starting at verse 33 it reads like this no one lights a lamp and then hides it or puts it under a basket 
Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it is where its light can be seen by all who enter the house. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is bad, your body is filled with darkness. Make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. If you are filled with light, with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant, as though a floodlight were filling you with light. I'm going to read that again. No one lights a lamp and then hides it or puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where its light can be seen by all who enters the house. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is bad, your body is filled with darkness. Make sure that your light, make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. If you are filled with light with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant as though a floodlight were filling you with light. Okay, boom. That's it. That's all y'all. So some of y'all may be confused, like, uh, light, lamp, darkness, like, what? What's going on? I, I was the same way, y'all. Then it holler about some, but when, then it holler about some, make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness, y'all. During the time that I read that, I said, oh my God, am I, am I living in darkness? Am I not? How do I know? How can I check this? So I just had 102 questions going on in my head at the time. But after really sitting with this word, meditating on it, you know, talking to my friends and stuff who really helped me process what was happening and just praying and listening to God speak to me. This is what I came up with. So let's get down to the breakdown, y'all. Let's get this cracking. Okay, so we're going to go verse by verse. So starting with verse 33, it reads like this. No one lights a lamp and hides it or puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where the light can be seen by all who enters the house. So immediately, I already noticed, okay, this first verse is telling me the purpose of a lamp. I know, right? The purpose of a lamp. So then I had to ask myself, a lamp? I thought they were talking about light. But you need to pay attention. It says, no one lights a lamp and then hides it or puts it under a basket. Well, you need to have a lamp first in order to light it up, y'all. So my question then became, well, what is a lamp? A lamp is an object or a device, a empty tool ready to be put to use. A lamp doesn't already come with light. You have to screw the light bulb in to produce light. So the purpose of a lamp is to hold the light source in a place where it can be seen. There is no point in having a light on you if you go and hide it. So think of yourself. You are a lamp, right? You will become light or will have a light source once you start tapping into whichever divine identity or divinity or whatever you want to call it source you were in. You know, clearly the Bible represents God as light and the darkness is evil and the devil, the enemy, right? Just context. So the reason why it's important to focus on the lamp is because you are the lamp. 
you don't have light or darkness yet. When you're born, you don't have any of those things. So, boom, I'm the lamp. You the lamp. We ain't got no light source yet, okay? Now let's move on. Then you got to pay attention to this part two of the text. It says, by all who enters the house. So let me read that whole little section. It says, instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where its light can be seen by all who enters the house. I wanted to really touch on this because we got to pay attention to how we're exuding our our light to the world right you know the light of the world we're supposed to be setting examples for the people of the world we're not supposed to be of this world but we're supposed to be of god's kingdom and all of this other stuff right but your light is not meant for everyone because everybody doesn't come into your home you got to pay attention to the text it says instead a lamp is placed on a stand where the light can be seen by all who enters the house if people ain't up in your house why are you trying to force them to believe or do a b and c that's none of your business okay you need to be focused on the people around you how are you impacting the people around you are you feeding them light or are you feeding them darkness that's what you need to be focusing on you can't be focusing on people on social media you can't be focusing on people at the church house you can't be focusing people on in these little small group studies that you're not really in all the time you know what i'm saying you can only focus on your immediate circle so that's what you need to be worried about and focused on when it comes to what type of light source am i giving off to other people you can't control what the world sees okay so there's no point in arguing or trying to prove stuff to people outside of your circle because God gave you the people around you to impact the people around you for them to impact you so be careful of that don't think that because I'm a Christian or I'm a believer that everybody needs to believe like me and everybody needs to understand and hear the word and da 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 no no focus on who enters your home that's what you can control okay so, um, basically my note says your light is not meant for everyone because everything doesn't come into your home, AKA the Christians or believers who Bible thump and judge those who don't follow your light. That's not okay. Pay attention to people in your home, in your circle before you start with people who you don't even know. All right. So now we're going to move on to verse 34. This really took me out. So I'm going to read verse 34 in its entirety. It says, your eye is a lamp that provides light for your whole body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is bad, your body is filled with darkness. Okay. Hmm. So what immediately stood out to me was your eye is a lamp. So we've already talked about what a lamp is. You're a lamp. But this is saying that my eye is a lamp. So it's getting specific. It's not just talking about my body, my full body being the lamp. It's talking about my eyes being the lamp. So, hmm, got me thinking. Okay. So if your eye is, so we use our eyes to see, right? And then we just describe what a lamp is. A lamp is a empty tool ready to be put to use right hmm so if my eye 
is a lamp, then that means anything that I am seeing or consuming visually provides light for my body. Right? Because that's what the text says. The text says your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. Mm. Okay. Provides light means provides direction. That's how I interpret it. So let me read that back for you. Your eye is a lamp that provides direction for your body. Now that hits different. Wait a minute. So what you're telling me is everything that I'm consuming, everything that I'm seeing is pushing me into a direction of what? And this is how you get to decide if you're living in the light or if you're living in the darkness. Because wherever your body is going, wherever direction you're going, is going to show you and reflect throughout your whole body. So we're going too fast. You're going too fast. So what we need to understand with this one is that your eye is a lamp that provides direction for your body. Cool. This makes me think about that saying of you are what you eat. You are what you think, you are what you see, a.k.a. you are the company you keep. Hmm. So back to the scripture, your eye, a.k.a. vision is good. It will reflect throughout your whole body, vice versa. When your eye or your vision is bad, your body will be filled with darkness. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, but I want to take y'all deeper. I need y'all to take a moment and go a little bit deeper spiritually with me. Y'all ready for this? Now, if this gets too crazy for you, stage left, y'all. <laughs> we we got to be here mentally together. We got to be equals, okay? So I'm about to say something. All right, now, y'all listening? Okay. It says, well, this is my notes. This is how I interpret it. I said, when the Bible is talking about your body, it's talking about it in a spiritual sense. Your body is a vessel. First Corinthians chapter six, verses 19 through 20 talks about your body as a temple, which a temple is a building or a dwelling place. These are descriptions of tangible objects, but have no power or purpose unless it's being filled with something your body is the same way scripture says you are not your own for you were bought with a price so how does this tie back into the main scripture when it talks about your body being filled with light or filled with darkness it's actually talking about spirits If you believe that the Holy Spirit resides or live in you, then you should be able to understand that evil spirits and other spirits can also be a host or enter into your body as well. You are not your own. You don't own the rights to the body that you exist in. Look at yourself right now. Your physical carnal, this body that you're in is not yours. Was never yours. And at any given moment, you could be filled with the Holy Spirit or you could be filled with the enemy, the devil, demon spirits. Come on. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. We all live in sin, first of all, first and foremost, because this flesh is sinly. Okay, but if you can believe that the Holy Spirit does reside and live in you, like the word says, then you should also believe that other spirits evil spirits demonic spirits can also reside in the vessel that you have so back to the word 
verse 34 to me is talking about the correlation between what you are intaking and how that will reflect throughout your body. So if you're reflecting in good messages, the word of God, surrounded by godly people, doing the things that you're supposed to do, you know, being on top of your thing, boom, 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 light, right? You out here living how you want to live, doing what you want to do, just whatever, whatever. You just got to, you just got to pay attention to the fruit that you're, you're giving off. So sometimes as believers, it's okay to not be engrossed in everything that comes your way. Protect your spiritual entity. Protect this carnal vessel. Protect this body. Protect your eyes. Protect your lamp. Okay? So any just because it's on social media, just because it's on YouTube, just because it's in your face of people talking about it, sometimes you got to say, no, not today, Satan. Not today. The devil is what? The devil is a lie. Okay? Okay. So let's go ahead and move on to thirst. I'm at verse 35. So verse 35 reads like this. Make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. I said, now do what? Now what? Now, how am I going to check if my light is not dark? Now you playing with me, Jesus. What you talking about, Willie? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but no, that really did trip me out because I really was confused on how am I going to be sure? And at the time when I first read this, y'all, I definitely was in darkness. I ain't even going front. I ain't even going front. That's why I, sometimes... Y'all don't hear from me for a long time because when I'm not in alignment <laughs> and when I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I can't speak. I'm not going to speak. When I tell y'all this is not my platform and I don't have any ideas that generate on my own thought for a thought, I am not playing. Literally did not have a word because I wasn't in my word, because I wasn't in Holy Spirit, because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, I talk fast. I know. I'll slow down. Okay. But yeah, so let me read verse 35 again. It says, make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness this to me is pretty straightforward we've talked about how positive good and godly light will reflect throughout your entire body and the same for darkness but then for confused people like me who needed more clarification on how do i really know that my light is not actually darkness y'all got it so good guess what <laughs> if you keep reading the next verse, verse 35, I meant verse 36, gives you specific, gives you a specific example of how to make sure that you are not living in darkness. Now let's read verse 36. Verse 36 reads like this. If you are filled with light, then your whole life will be radiant. So I did take some stuff out. The full verse reads like this. If you are filled with light with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant as though a floodlight were filling you with light. But remember when I told you during the Bible study tips that y'all need to pay attention to punctuation so that you can really get the meat and potatoes of what's being said, the meat and potatoes of what's being said right here in verse 36, taking your commas and looking at the breaking the script down. It reads like this. If you are filled with light, then your whole life will be radiant, period. So I looked up radiant. Y'all know I'm good for my definitions, okay? Remember Bible study tips. You want to pay attention to punctuation. 
you want to uh, look up definitions, even the simplest words. We know what radiant means. Everybody has a general idea of what radiant means. But so that we are all on one accord and we really are paying attention. Radiant means vividly bright, shining, glowing, marked by expressive of love, confidence or happiness. So let me read that again with the definition in there. If you are filled with light, then your whole life will be radiant, joy, love, confident, and or happiness is what you will exude. That's what will be reflected throughout your whole body. So ask yourself, are you confident right now? Are you happy? Do you have joy? Is there love in your heart? Hmm? Kind of reminds me of what, y'all? Kind of reminds you of what? Are you bearing the fruits of the Spirit? Remember we talked about that. The fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Are you producing that type of fruit? Does your light reflect that? That's how you know if you are living in the light. But before we call this a wrap and celebrate, I need y'all to pay attention to the text. So, you know, earlier when I read it, I told you, you know, pay attention to the commas. Once you take the commas, the stuff in the commas, you can really get the meat and potatoes. But you don't just want to always do that because the reason why the commas is there is because there's other information that's embedded in a text that you also need to pay attention to. Don't just discard it because you're trying to get a quick understanding because the small stuff is the most powerful stuff if you pay attention. And so what I mean by that, when we first read this, I said, if you are filled with light, then your whole life will be radiant. But there was a key part. If you are filled with life, comma, with no dark corners. Hmm. No dark corners. What? To me, this means, oh, I'm a godly woman. But there is a section in my house where I can't do, I can't invite Jesus in. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I got that. Dating in relationships. Oh, I got that. God, don't worry about it. I ain't going to invite you in that. Oh, what I want to do to have fun with my friends. Oh, God, don't worry about that. We turn up. It's a hot girl summer. Mm -mm. Don't worry about that. We good over here. Like stuff like that. When you when there is a section or a part of your life where you're shooting off to God because you feel like you got it or you're ashamed. You don't want him to be in it or oh no, You just ain't thinking about it. You just like, oh, I really haven't intentionally invited God into this area of my life. Guess what happens? When we do this, we leave space for the enemy to reside darkness mm -hmm. and you have to be careful keeping dark corners because Matthew chapter 12 verse 43 and 45 talks about what happens when you have dark corners and the enemy knows let me read this to y'all it reads like this when an evil spirit leaves a person it goes into the desert seeking rest but finding none then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept in in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they all enter the person and lives there. 
And so that person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. When you when you think you're on track and you're doing the things that God has called you to do, but you keep areas of your life hidden, you don't talk about it, you don't invite them in, you just keep doing what you would do normally, that gives the enemy the opportunity to come back with six other more evil spirits or seven other more evil spirits, more evil than what he was, to come infiltrate that small space and then take over the whole house again. We can't leave no more dark corners, guys. We can't, we don't have time for that. Make sure your whole house is in order. Make sure your whole body's in order, your mind, your spirit, your soul. And I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm gonna just leave it at that, y'all. So the real question is, where's your light? Okay. Where is your light? So let's go ahead and wrap this up with some key points. Point number one is your eye, your eyes are empty lamps ready for its light source. Whatever you consume will reflect throughout your entire body. Key point number two, be sure to check the type of light you are producing by assessing the type of fruit you are bearing. Are you, are you possessing the fruits of the Holy Spirit or are you just everything just all out of control? You're doing what you want. Oh no. And then the last one is never, ever leave dark corners for the enemy and his friends to reside in. And with that being said, y'all, that wraps up episode number 12. I'll be back next Monday. And if you could, please follow the podcast on IG at the dip podcast. You spaces the D.I.P podcast okay and don't forget to subscribe and follow the show on whatever platform you are using to listen in be sure to rate the show or leave a comment and until next monday i'll talk to you guys soon bye